Yo, what's up, everyone? Hope all of you are doing well. Thank you so much for the love you showed me uh, in the last four weeks. I've had over 500 downloads on all the episodes, and I wasn't expecting that much. So thank you so 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 much. So I'll dive straight into the topic today, and the topic for today is about comfort zone. So I'll explain a bit about what comfort zones are, why getting out of it is essential, some examples of getting out of your comfort zone based on my personal experience, how it's helped me, then obviously tips on where to start from. So how can you start getting out of your comfort zone and then what to expect in the process as well. It's not easy as it sounds. Uh, you know, it's a word or a concept talked about a lot in the media, be it on the TV, be it social media, be it in therapy. So I, I think it's quite important to cover this topic and perhaps it motivates you to start taking some action towards a happier and a life you want. And then, uh, as always, I've changed the format of the episode following on from last week, and I'll finish off the episode with some lighthearted stuff. So, what is a comfort zone? So, a comfort zone is something where one feels comfortable or is at ease. It's a psychological state in which things seem familiar to a person, the person perceives that they are in their in the, that they are in control of their environment, and then they experience manageable levels of anxiety and stress as well. So, in simple words or in layman terms, it's when you're comfortable about where you are in life. So it's about your routine life. You know, you're happy at your job. You're happy in how you deal with people. You're happy with your friendships. You're happy with uh, the shows you watch. You're happy with the route you take to work. You're comfortable in um, with your surroundings. You're comfortable with where you live. And um, but you have the same fears. You have the same habits. You're in the same relationships. So even if you have toxic friends, you're still friends with them. Toxic family members. You have the same habit. Your thinking is very much the same. Your career is very much the same. You're, you dress in a very similar manner. Um, so I think that would, that's how I would describe a comfort zone in the simplest terms. Now, um, a quote by Ray Lewis, he said that before anything is really achieved, your comfort zone must be disturbed. And then another quote from, by Mark Burnett, I will guarantee you that the day you step outside your comfort zone by making success your goal is the, is the day you discover the adversity, risk, and daring will make life sweeter than you ever imagined. And I think it's quite essential, um, especially I'll cover these, cover these points in a slightly more detail once I give my experiences of what getting out of your comfort zone may look like. So, you know, I alluded to this in one of my initial episodes on doing things alone. And the way I got out of my comfort zone is, you know, I took a solo trip for the first time. I went to Jordan. I went to a friend's wedding in Egypt all by myself. I knew no one there. Uh, and that was really getting me out of my comfort zone because I was used to being with friends, going on trips with friends, attending weddings where I knew other people, far from the bride and groom, obviously. 
Um, so it was really making me get out of my comfort zone. Another one is when I lived in Russia for about nine months in my early 20s, I, know, I knew no one. Uh, firstly, there was you know, a communication barrier with, with the Russians at my workplace. So it was hard or somewhat, or somewhat difficult socializing with them. So what I did was I searched for events for expats online. I came ac- across this famous, um, I wouldn't say, yeah, I would say expat group, but it's present in many, many countries, including Pakistan, the UK, is Internations. So they bring together expats in different cities. Um, and I attended an Internations event in Moscow. I knew no one. I knew no one that was going. Uh, but I still, you know, went to this house party and uh, met completely new people. Um, another example from my workplace is my primary experience, my expertise is in marketing strategy and insights. However, I wanted to learn about other parts of the business. And hence, I took a project in finance, completely alien to me. Uh, I didn't know what uh, for example, uh, EBITDA meant, you know, earnings before interest and tax. So that's my uh, financial knowledge kicking in. So I took a project with, um, you know, a financial project um, outside my core responsibilities and role. I, I, you know, I was scared of heights. I uh, went or I trekked to base camp one of Nanga Parbat, which is the eighth highest mountain in the world. Uh, and it's a mountain range or it's a mountain uh, in Pakistan. So I did the trekking one way took about six hours, uh, but I still did it. That really took me out of my comfort zone, had to walk over glaciers, had to walk on bloody, you know, a steep, you know, walk by steep cliffs where if I took the wrong step, I would be in the in, in the river and probably wouldn't be here giving you a podcast. Um, another way, you know, I, I it's they're, they're easy ways, but other ways to get in my comfort zone, and this might sound very um, basic, but is you know selecting <laughs> selecting a tight driving spot to park into. Now, um, you know that's really I hate parking, um, and I'm not sure if many of you like it, but selecting a very tight spot and testing my driving skills really got out of my comfort zone. Uh, because, you know, it increased my anxiety levels. It uh, was foreign to me. Um, it, it, I had to bring in, bring in new skill. I had to think differently of how to park. So that was really me. That was that experience is really, really getting me out of my comfort zone in the driving way of things. Um, then when I was, I think, about 14, when I was living in Switzerland, I never had camped before and I never had uh, biked over, I would say, even 20 kilometers in, in a stretch. So um, me and a group of friends, uh, we went to a camp site in France, which is, I think, about 200 kilometers away, and we camped there. So that was really, that you know, I really, really stepped out of my comfort zone, especially at that age, uh, without my parents being there, never have ridden a bike for more than 20 kilometers in a stretch, and never had camped before as well. Um when I started my YouTube channel uh, with, with, with one of my best friends, we, um, we were finding a video editor and I took on the video editing responsibility in the end because I wanted to learn about it. And um, that gave me a sense of a bit of sense of control as well and avoided the whole briefing process to another person of how a video should be. So I just took that responsibility myself. 
and that get, that really got out of me, that got me out of my comfort zone because I never had video edited before and it was something new to me. Um, virtual dating, so in the COVID times, uh, obviously you couldn't meet anyone face to face. So just taking, um, you know, it's a great example of you getting out of your comfort zone. So instead of having a face to face reaction, you you know you opt for virtual dating. Um, another one, uh, you know, going on holiday with someone, um, you know, completely new or a person you've known for less than a year. Um, I went on holiday with someone uh, recently and honestly, it was probably one of the best holidays ever and our friendship even grew stronger. Um, and then uh, getting out of your comfort zone is also another, another good example is you know, going into a relationship. So for example, if you're a commitment phobe or you're a responsibility phobe, you haven't really had any uh, stable long-term, and many stable relationships, it's, you know, or, or um, your past relationships have been very different. Um, and, and, you know, there's a new relationship in front of you, a new person, um, you know, which might be better for you, but then the voice in your head is telling you, you know, you know, this is not who you usually go for. Um, this is really out of your comfort zone, but you still go for it. So that's really stepping out of your comfort zone as well. How's it helped me? So my experiences that I just referred to have helped me enormously. So firstly, it's helped me with my self-esteem. Now, I believe in myself more. Um, definitely going for that solo trip. Definitely going for that um, house party in Moscow and meeting new people. Um, I definitely felt good about myself in terms of, you know, damn, you know, I am capable of, you know, doing this. I'm capable of taking that solo trip by myself and actually enjoying it. I'm capable of meeting new people in a completely foreign city where I know no one. And, you know, in the end, I made some really good friends. Um, me trekking to base camp of Nangat Barbat, that really made me fear my fear of heights that really made me deal, sorry, deal with my fear of heights. Um, and re-emphasized, reinforced that, you know, I'm capable of, you know, not falling down the cliff. Uh, and I'm capable of doing this hiking, regardless of how dangerous it is. Obviously, that doesn't mean that I'm going to start, I'm going to trek um, Mount Everest or K2. But, you know, it's, it's still a start. So it, it gave me that confidence that, you know, fear of heights is all in my head. I still managed to get to base camp one without any injury, without any uh, mishap. I was safe. I was well. I was fine. And I could definitely do it again. Um, so I, I'm not sure how many of you know that, but I'm, I struggle when it comes to parking. So um, selecting tight spots to park into and then getting out of them afterwards makes me feel good you know, makes me feel like I'm not that bad of a driver. I, I do have that driving skill, which needs a bit exercising, which needs a bit strengthening. And these kind of situations helps me, you know, helps me um, strengthen that driving ability of mine. So, um, and also, also will save me from embarrassment in the future where I go with a group of friends or with family and I'm required to park in a tight spot. I know that I could do it. So it kind of saved me saves me from embarrassment in the future as well, hopefully. Um, going on holiday with, with, with a new friend or a person I've just got to know, you know, shows me, you know, help me develop a really strong relationship with that person, a really strong friendship with that person. 
So I don't hesitate on going on holiday with people I don't really know well because it could always be fun. I've gone on holiday with people I've known for years um, and sometimes it's been the worst holiday of my life. So, um, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, staying in your comfort zone, staying with the same group of friends and doing activities with the same group of people can get boring. Um, and, and if you don't take that step, you wouldn't know better otherwise. Um, you know, going, going, um, dating a, a person who might not be, um, similar to who you dated in the past is, is a good thing. It doesn't mean that it's going to be successful or ends in a relationship ends uh, or ends in a successful relationship, but it does kind of highlight the, the things uh, about another person you are accepting to you like, you don't like, and you know, you, you get to see a different perspective as well. So it really helps you um, develop your idea of um, a different idea of what the other person or what kind of person you want to end up with. So you may have not known something because you've been dating some, uh, some very similar people in the past. You date someone new, you realize that, oh shit, you know, I've never realized that I actually, I would actually like this in the relationship or I like this about that person. I really, and I think, you know, that person may add a different perspective in my life. So that's really getting out of your comfort zone, uh, which results in something which is value adding and which you may have never thought about before. Um, you know, taking on the finance project early on in my career gave me exposure to um, a different department and a different uh, a project of a different nuance and it made me realize that I bloody hate finance and that's a, not a career that I will pursue um, and I don't want to pursue so I got in my comfort zone but it helped me realize you know this isn't for me if I hadn't done that that may have always been in the back of my mind that oh shit I should have done that or I wished I worked in a different department that I might have been somewhere else in my career but having done that earlier in my life or whichever point, the point of realization um, is, is the strongest one because once you realize something, then, um, you know, there's no going back and it gives you a different perspective as well. Um, and, you know, something else, you know, it's, um, you know, getting a new haircut where, um, you know, you've, you've maintained the same style for the past couple of years, um, you know, and, and getting a new haircut or uh, getting a wardrobe change, um, you know, makes you realize, oh shit, you know, I actually look better than um, what I used to before. Or, you know, it makes me look a bit younger or makes me look more mature, whatever, you know, floats your boat. But um, getting out for that, you know, the, the, the routine haircut or the routine style of clothing um, can result in something, in something better. So now um, you folks might be questioning or might be thinking, you know, where do I start from? So I have always done, I've done the mistake in my life um, where I would go big. So meaning, you know, uh, getting me getting in my comfort zone, if I'm scared of heights, let's say, um, I would always think, you know, I shit, I should kind of go to, uh, Everest base camp and that helped me, um, conquer my fear of heights or I should go bungee jumping or I should just skydiving. Fine. You know, uh, that might rock your boat, but I've realized that if you go too big, um, and that creates a lot of anxiety, a lot of pressure on you, there's a higher probability of you backing off in the future. So my advice is start small. If, you, if you're scared of heights, you know, start by maybe climbing a ladder and doing it over time. Maybe go to the roof of your house or um, you know, maybe go to a terrace and start looking down um, and do this every day 
and hopefully you know you start conquering your you know you, you start stepping out of your comfort zone that's the first thing you're doing which is successful and the second is you might start conquering your fear of some sort over time if you're if you're scared of spiders and you have a phobia of spiders perhaps you know start going to um i wouldn't i don't know if zoo is the right word because zoo for me is where you have the bigger animals but maybe an insect um insect zoo and you know start you know start seeing spiders um you might start getting acquainted to them and then if there's a spider in front of you, you know, don't freak out. Um, you don't have to go close to it. You don't have to touch it. You don't have to pick it. You don't have to eat it surely. But, um, you know, just tell yourself, you know, everything's fine. Uh, I'm bigger than the spider. It's not going to do anything to me. And that's how you start getting out of your comfort zone. When you start challenging yourself, you start challenging the voices in your head. You start challenging your old mindset. Um, if you're, if, you know, if you're scared, if, if networking at work or networking in general isn't your thing. Um, you know, for example, if I hadn't gone to that Internations event in Moscow, I wouldn't have made the great friends I have today. I wouldn't have, I would have had a pretty shit life in Moscow, primarily stuck at home. Um, I wouldn't have seen Moscow as I did with these people. Um, so me really forcing myself to go to this event resulted in me, me making good friends and seeing the city with others as well. So definitely... Um, paid off for the better. Um, for example, YouTube. If I hadn't taken on the video editing responsibility, which I never knew about and which wasn't really my comfort zone, me forcing myself to start editing those videos gave me a new skill. So now I find it easier to um, edit YouTube videos. And even now editing a podcast, I didn't even think of hiring someone else because I knew I had, a, I had the capability of editing a YouTube video and I could surely transfer that skill to um, the podcast audio as well. Um, dating, um, as I said, it resulted in me, uh, you know, the whole virtual dating thing really resulted in me, uh, being comfortable with speaking to people either face to face or in a different setting. So, um, you know, me really getting in my comfort zone, something, you know, dating vir virtually is very unusual and still unusual for many people, but, um, you know, still gave me that skill set that, you know, dating is possible virtually. So why not give it a try? Um, in the end, I realized that I didn't really enjoy it, but at least I tried it out. At least I saw that side of dating uh, and it really you know, helped me that face-to-face -face is more what I like. Um, because in the end, you know, if you don't push yourself, no one will. Um, you need to drive, you know, your, uh, you need to deal with your insecurities slowly. You need to deal with what's, what's foreign to you slowly um, at least experience it at least experience it um, and if you don't like it maybe try it a second time and if you really think in the end that this is not really helping me and this isn't really what i'm comfortable with then that's fine you don't have to pressure yourself in doing it but honestly sometimes uh, or usually i would say that uh, stepping out of your routine life or stepping out of what you're used to really does help you develop as a person, um, develop professionally, um, and develop your well-being as well. It leaves you in a much, much, much happier place. Um, and, only, and I just forgot to mention that um, when I went camping and cycling, I realized that fine, you know, cycling I love, uh, biking I love, but camping is definitely, definitely not for me. Hence, I haven't been to any music festivals, 
I haven't, uh, you know, didn't go to the likes of Glastonbury or Tomorrowland um, just because of the camping element. But I have heard that um, these places, there's glamping, so glamorous uh, camping with proper toilets, proper uh, beds and everything. So I might consider it, um, you know, might consider it. So, you know, glamping might be, might be a thing more suitable to me and more suitable for you as well. So what to expect? Um, obviously, with all these things, as I said, you uh, feel like your, um, you know, the inner voice gets stronger, your anxiety levels increase, you feel very uncomfortable, um, and you know you will experience discomfort at first. So, for example, when I um, when I am exposed to high places where I have to deal with my fear of heights, my legs start shaking, I start sweating, um, but I keep telling myself, you know. You know, I have gone to, I have done hiking. Um, I was fine. I've never had an incident of falling over a cliff or falling over a ladder or anything. So, um, you know, I start dealing with that dis- discomfort. It's not an overnight process. It does take time. So, uh, you know, keep exposing yourself to that situation if that's a fear you truly want to overcome. Um, as I said, you realize what's for you and what isn't for you. You know, in this process, when you're getting out of your comfort zone, when you're doing things differently, when you do different things, if, if you take a different role, for example, if you've worked in marketing and you cross over to finance or vice versa or cross over to um, the regulatory department, you know, your brain is kind of rewiring itself and, and, and trying to adjust to this new environment, to the new ways of working, to new learning. Um, and in the end, you know, you will acquire a new skill set. So give your time. Give your brain some time to rewire, to readapt to the situation, to readapt the new skill. Um, and over t- time, it starts getting embedded in your subconscious and your brain becomes more and more comfortable with it. Um, you know, be aware of what you're doing and that you are getting out of your comfort zone and start. And, and you know, once you're aware of the results you're getting out of it, it kind of reinforces Either, you know, I'm doing great and this is for me or this isn't for me and I'm happy I tried it out at least. Um, don't listen to your voice. It's crap. I'm honestly going to uh, have a completely different episode for this inner voice crap, for this inner voice shit. Um, but don't listen to this voice. So that kind of brings us and um, I just don't know where the time goes at times. It's been 23 minutes already, but... Um, this kind of brings us this brings us to the end of the comfort zone debate and obviously there's more around it but you know i i'm gonna re-quote what i quoted in the beginning is before anything great is really achieved your comfort zone must be disturbed so hopefully you know it, it gives you this episode gives you some uh food for thought and some ways of how you can start getting out of your comfort zone. It doesn't have to be big. Start small. And hopefully, 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 you start seeing results and you become happier. Um, and you start achieving things in life as well. So, ending the episode, I'm going to... I will share a myth and a weird fact as well, which are quite interesting for me. So, I recently visited a fort visited a fort in uh, near Multan called the Dirava Fort. And it's, 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 it's in ruins, it's deteriorating. Um, so when I entered, I saw, I saw shit everywhere. Um, and I heard animal noises as well. 
I couldn't spot the animal, so I was quite curious to what it was. So I walked through the fort and I started hearing some weird sounds from the room. I went into the room and I saw the room full of bats. Full of bats. Um, it did scare me. And then that, and then just seeing bats kind of brought me, brought that, um, and I'm sure a lot of you may have heard of it, but you know that bats are blind. And I believed this my whole life. I never did my own research. And I actually then, you know, did some research. Are bats truly blind? Um, so the conclusion is that they see in black and white, so they're not blind. And they have better vision than humans at night. The reason why this myth arose is that their daylight vision is poor, poor and they have something called sonar or sonar, which helps them to navigate uh, with helps them to navigate in in the presence of you know them having poor sight in daylight. So no, bats are not blind, and bats have better vision than us in the nighttime. And for all you um, roller coaster or amusement park enthusiasts, I love roller coasters myself. Um, and I always thought, you know, that roller coasters were built for excitement, for pleasure, and, uh, you know, that whole adrenaline rush thing. But no, they weren't. So roller coasters were designed to keep Americans away from sin. In the 1880s, a businessman called Lamarcus Thompson, he, he designed the roller coaster, the very first roller coaster on Coney Island in New York. And he designed it to keep Americans away from, from um, evil places and quotation marks uh, like saloons and brothels. Uh, so, he, so he thought that, you know, by having a roller coaster, people would, would, people's atten attention would be diverted from these places of sin. And, um, you know, it gives some New Yorkers some good fun, some clean fun. And away, you know, from uh, in quotation marks sinful pastimes. So I just thought that was interesting. I never knew that about roller coasters and why they were designed in the first place. But now I know, and they were originally designed to keep people away from sin. So thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in uh, and listening to my podcast, The Aging Millennial. As always, subscribe, rate and review, and rate and review is very, very important. It it you know it it makes it it help my podcast um, be listened by more people around the world, and apart from that, please uh, share the podcast with your family and friends as well. Um, have a good week, have a good um, you know have a good week, and have have fun at work. Keep listening to my podcast, and do also give me feedback on what you thought of this episode and what other topics you would like covered as well. Thank you very much. Ciao.